Yeah. Hey, what's good, y'all? It's Jake Srika, and welcome back to another No Guidance Podcast. And today yeah. I'm here with... Cardiac, Cardiac Omari, uh, or Noah Jackson, if you know me. <laughs> <laughs> what's good with you? What's good with you? Um, you want to just introduce yourself? Yeah. Um, my name is Noah Jackson. I come from Marysville, um, but my artist name is Cardiac Omari. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been doing music for about a year and a half now. Like, actually doing music, but I've been doing music since I was a little boy. Little. Since I came oh. out the womb. <laughs> really, really? Yeah, yeah. Whole How old family. is my I'm turning 24 at the end of this month. Oh, you're 24? Damn, you look yeah. hella younger. Yeah. I, thought, I thought you were like 18 or <laughs> no, something. No, no. That's what everybody be thinking. Like, yeah, bro, you 18? Like, oh, yeah. I get ID'd. Even if I have my, my ID, they're like... Really, really? Hell yeah. Well, that's kind of cool. You know, at least when you're older, you know... Still people, look, yeah. <laughs> people be like, oh shit. When you're like 30 or like... People are like, oh damn, you look 20. Like, exactly, you feel me? yeah. You feel me? Yeah, so... um. I mean, since you're an artist, what got you into making music? Um, I was basically born into it. Um, my last name is Jackson, so everybody already mm-hmm. kind of accepts you with, oh, you relate to Michael Jackson uh-huh. and all that. Uh-huh. But my on my dad's side, all music. He's the youngest of 12 kids, and so they all are, like, musically inclined in some way. And then he, I'm, like, one of 12 kids as well. What? And, yeah. You got 12? What? You know, I don't have 12 kids. Oh, no, 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 I don't want... You got 11 yeah, siblings. Yeah, yeah. 11. 11 siblings. And most of them sing or do music or some kind of stuff. Oh, my. Like, on some oh crazy stuff. Damn. So it's like, right when I came out the womb, it was... I was in... Like, my dad was a choir director. My mom was in the choir, so I was surrounded, like, in the womb, mm-hmm. surrounded about that. Came out since, like, two. I had sticks in my hand and was trying to play the drums. Sure. Even, mm-hmm. like, before they were given sticks. Mm-hmm. So I really... I started on the drums... Um, was in that around choir, so I got to hear, learn about harmonies, learn about mm-hmm. vocal training, Vocalizing, I see. all that. Uh-huh. Um, and then as far as with the beat, with me being a drummer, I it's always keeping time, so I always felt beats, always felt rhythms and mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Most of the time I'd be in class, I'm like beatboxing in my uh-huh. head and stuff like that. Yeah. And then at the age of nine, um, I started on the piano a little bit, because my, my dad's a piano player, and he showed me some stuff, and I just like, bam. And yeah. then so... I haven't played the drum in a minute because my little brother plays, but I'm mostly keyboard. And so from learning the keyboard, it helps me with my harmonies a little better. And then um, just hearing sounds, I constantly kind of making beats, making melodies in my head. And it sucks because a lot of times I'm at work and it's like I'll be hearing something. It's like, damn, I want to yeah, write it yeah, down. I want to do it. But it can't because yeah, all yeah. the time. Because so. <laughs> work's getting in the way, I feel you. Exactly. But, um Honestly, if if I can just do that, not even just like writing or creating music for myself, but just creating music in general and being writing music for others or something like that, that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Well, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Coming from a family of 12, 12 <laughs> oh my, man, I can't even believe that because me, I have five siblings myself mm-hmm. and I'm the oldest. Are, where, where do you stand like in the middle? I'm number eight. 
Number eight. So, um, I'm of my mom's kids. There's four of us, and I'm the oldest of them. So, and then um, Justice J. Apollo is my is my brother too. He's your brother. That's my brother. What? Yeah, I no. People, are, people don't even. People don't think they say, that. "Oh, you guys don't look alike." Some people say we look alike. Some people say no, but he's like a lot light skinned yeah, So yeah, they're yeah. like. Y'all ain't brothers. I did not know brothers. that. What no, the fuck? That's my... Oh, so that's why you guys both do music. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And okay. so, honestly, like, he got he got into the music. Like, we had cousins and stuff. I have a cousin that's a professional drummer that tours the world mm-hmm. with, like, different artists and stuff. I got another cousin that kind of got us in the start, and we were watching him. His name was um, his name is Lance Jackson, but it was LJ. He went by LJ back in the day. Mm-hmm. And he used to take us over to his room. He had his own little studio and stuff, and we'd be in there listening to him make music and stuff. And then I remember he was showing us like a couple of the stuff, and I made this song called "So Fly." It's like this girl so fly, I can't deny the way. And then my brother, I sent, I showed it to Justice, and he was like, "I, I," and he started rapping because before, like since a young dude, like I didn't even know, but since a young dude, he was writing poetry, and like his stuff was like crazy good. Like he would, he they be doing poetry in class, and he'd give it to his teacher, and they'd be like crying, like oh my gosh, like these little kids like coming up with some crazy deep stuff, Mm -hmm. and so. He was like he started getting into rapping a little bit and he was uh he he did a rap on that. We went to my cousin, showed him, he's like, All right, we're recording it. And I remember we were just like little kids, probably like ten, eleven, uh, around that time. We were like, Oh, we gonna make it, we gonna make it yeah, with that yeah. song. And then going from that to see like my brother literally has a whole fan base out here mm-hmm. in Seattle, like has a like cult following almost like since <laughs> he was in high school till now. It's like seeing that and since I'm older and like I've been doing, been in music uh-huh. more, but to see him kind of go after that, and I've just kind of been like supporting and watching that. But now to see my, I have my own spotlight and I have my own time to shine, my own lane and yeah. all that. It's crazy and to see the opportunities coming from that. It's not like oh I'm gonna give you an opportunity, or I'm gonna fuck with you because you're Jay Apollo's mm-hmm. brother. Yeah, but it's, it's because it's, of you. It's because of me now. Mm-hmm. It's because like my art's actually speaking for itself, and so I think that's. I my brother he got the talent where he can go up, but now I'm I'm seeing for myself I got that talent too. Yeah, yeah, as you should, as you should. You gotta believe in yourself. Yeah, at the for end real, of the day. for real, for real. Because I mean, at the end of the day, like if you don't have many people to believe, like when I first started dropping music, I had a few fans, like a few people, like oh no, this is hard, and I was like really, and they're like no, this is hard, mm-hmm. but it's like. You could have only a few fans, but if you don't have that belief in yourself and don't believe you can work, then it don't mean anything. Nah. You can have a whole bunch of fans, and if you're not believing in your work still, mm-hmm. it don't mean anything. It, don't, it really don't mean anything. So, yeah. Um, I just, I, I don't need a lot of fans as long as I got my family and my friends uh-huh. that are fucking with my shit. Uh-huh. Um, I'm, I'm, that's it. <laughs> no, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. Hey, that means that you, got, you coming from this big family... Man, that's cool that you guys are all like musically, mm-hmm. musically talented in a way, you know. Yeah. From playing instruments to actually singing too. Yeah. You know, I really yeah. like people who can sing because you know not a lot of people can sing. I know, I, and I mean, auto tune I mean? gets in a way where you can't even tell some people until you almost hear them in concert. Yeah. 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 No, and I mean, even with my with Justice, like that dude, I remember my because we were in choir and church and all that. My dad would be like. I need you to lead this song. He's like, I don't want to. Like, you need to lead this song. I don't want to. He didn't want to. And then he was okay singer because we had it. But to see this dude, like, go from that to, like, now his voice control and stuff and his range is crazy. Really? Like, that's work. That's years. That's work. Mm-hmm. 
And 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 I know because like my own stuff, like how I thought I had an okay voice, but it's like to really like hone my craft and mm-hmm. push and to always like reach for a bigger bar. Uh-huh. Like I'm not gonna stop working on my vocals till I sound like Chris Brown. I ain't gonna no. lie. <laughs> so, yeah. Until I have like those Whoa, that's how Chris it should Brown, be. That's I'm how it should be. I ain't gonna stop because there's there's so many people, especially in Seattle, that do music. Mm-hmm. So many people, and a lot of them kind of sound the same, whether it's rapping or even singing. Mm-hmm. And so. To if you're trying to get up to a bigger platform, trying to make it so you're stick out, it's so hard. Because mm-hmm. I mean, certain places like LA is a huge place for music. Mm-hmm. Houston, Texas, huge place for music. Mm-hmm. Florida now, mm-hmm. New York, but the, Chicago even. But to stick out when you have you live in Seattle, we have so many. We got everybody's so many, like, yeah. what's like, gonna make you different? You exactly. Feel me? And mm-hmm. so I've been kind of, it's kind of been a trial and error for the last year. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my most popular song is called Departure, and I literally wrote that to sound like Travis Scott. And people are like, oh, that sounds like Travis Scott. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but they're like, but you don't want to do that. Don't do that. And then mm-hmm. I have some people out, so I'll go to something different. And then people are like, no, make another Travis Scott type song. Make another one like that other mm-hmm. one. So it's like. What do you what do you choose, you know? Uh, I'm, I'm, what, where I, the decision I decide to make is just go as put my foot in as many buckets, put my hands in as many buckets, mm. be versatile as, as much as I can. Mm-hmm. I do like, I want to do a Latin record. I want to do like, <laughs> I just recorded a country song on my, yeah. on my phone. Like I want to venture into all sorts of beings because even, I don't know what the future holds. I might go up. I might not. But as far as I know my writing, that's one thing I'm confident in. Mm-hmm. And if I can just write, I can still get a check from yeah. just writing. Yeah, for real. Writing for, real. for people. I'd be a ghostwriter. Drake wants another ghostwriter? I got you, bro. <laughs> no, that's cool. That's <laughs> or anything cool. like that. And so by that, to become that at that top level, you have to challenge yourself. You have to go into different areas that you're not comfortable with mm-hmm. and study those people that are doing people that are in that study watch listen so then you can get like if someone's like hey do a little baby type song mm-hmm. i'm gonna be you're gonna hear some little baby type flows you're gonna hear some little baby because gonna can rap like the same flow as little baby but you're gonna hear the difference because they have different words and what they're rapping about and all that and so it's going from not just oh i'm gonna rap like i'm from atlanta but i'm gonna rap like i'm this rapper from atlanta mm-hmm. and like really getting into the specific I see. Specific. I, see. I have, yeah, I have, I have so many songs just on here that I just recorded, just dibbled out, just going different stuff, mm-hmm. like King Von, Lil Baby, J Cole, anything, like anything. I'm trying to do that, mm-hmm. as far as to get to that. And while I'm going in all those ventures, I'm gonna find my own sound. Mm-hmm. Something's gonna click, click. Something's gonna stick with you. Okay, okay. Because you hear a, a, a lot of those artists, you kind of listen to their early music. There's certain switches. Yeah, because, because you're still trying to find it. No, exactly. And so that's kind of where I'm at. And so I'm just doing it on a grander scale because I'm I'm not just thinking about right now. I'm also thinking about the future and what I could be possibly doing later. Mm-hmm. No, that's actually good that you're doing that. I really like how you're trying new things, you know. Mm-hmm. You're not just, you found one sound or you're not, you're still, in, you're still trying to find your sound. Mm-hmm. But you didn't, you know, make one song and stick you know, stick to that that's that one lane. You yeah. Know? You tr- you wanted to try out new lanes. You know, mm-hmm. see where this one goes. See where this one goes. And you know, that's actually filthy because a lot of people will will stick to one lane. And, yeah. look, and that's the part where you. Where I'm not gonna say it's wrong because there's no wrong wrong exactly. way in life. But you're limiting yourself if you go that. Exactly. If you're only going one way. You feel me? Exactly. So you gotta try new things. So I really like that. I really like that yeah. you're doing that. Cause yeah, I want to be versatile where it can be like if you notice a lot of. 
like the Migos doing making trap music, but they're on a pop song with Katy Perry yeah, or something yeah, like that. So yeah. I want to be able, if somebody says, yo, I need a feature or I need someone that You're can do it, do it, then I'm just jump on it and I can fit right where it coincides and it doesn't sound like it's colliding or fighting against whatever they're doing. Mm. No, that's, that's All cool. it takes practice and that's studying. Cool. No, 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 so what, what, being in your family, like what, 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 what like strives you to like keep going, you know, after like, Everything that's coming into your life, you know, you got obstacles. Like, what's keeping you going? I would say it's a little easier for me because the music is my muse in a lot of senses mm -hmm. for a lot of things. If I'm stressed out, if I'm upset, it used to be basketball, and sometimes, like, I still go shoot hoops. But music, I a lot of the things that I'm going through, I, I that's when I need to vent unless I'm screaming or yelling or getting mad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I put it in the music. And so it, it makes be. it a I lot of be. easier because sometimes there's songs where I'm thinking, okay, what should I write? Uh, let me go this line. And then there's other times I might be going through a situation. Like there's times I've been going like that song departure. Mm -hmm. That was all just like, it's almost like, and I've heard other people say, Oh, it's like I didn't even write it. Like it wrote itself mm -hmm. because you go through that. Your emotions kind of take over your pen and just I write it out. It. So like literally that departure, I was going through some, like a dark time at that time, got out of bad breakup and all this. Mm -hmm. And so I wrote that, like it was just a situation. I wrote that whole thing. Mm -hmm. And so I know I don't, I'm not out here selling drugs. I'm not out here yeah, claiming yeah. nothing, banging nothing. Yeah. But I've gone through heartbreak, and I know other people, if I put out a song like that, other people are going to be like, mm -hmm. shit, yeah, mm -hmm. I feel that. Like, you listen like Juice World, he puts out his, his shit with his addiction and all that yeah, and just yeah. different stuff. People that have addiction can, I feel that. Yeah, or you yeah. have, and like, there's people that are in, that are gangbanging and stuff. When people make that music, they feel that. I don't understand it. It might be a, dope song and I can vibe to it but I don't understand like somebody else might yeah, that's in that nah, I feel you. so like with my lane like Kanye West type thing like around a lot of the people were making thug music and he was making songs about what's going on and how his life is and all that and then when 808 Heartbreaks went that's what that whole album was about mm -hmm. yeah. it, and a lot of people it was more one of the most inspirational things and so I have that but I also have that family um because they're in their music supporting me. Like my mom, some of my music, I was like, oh, I don't know. She, mm -hmm. and I show my mom my music and she's loving it, like playing it. And yeah, literally, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm gonna play on this music video. She's like, oh, I'm gonna help with decorations and yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, like, to feel that, that you don't just have like, you're on your own or you have like friends back you up, but you have family, yeah, like a whole crowd mom. of people. Yeah, that's yeah, like that's on a different mm -hmm, level. Mm -hmm. That's on, that's all, that's what. Yeah, especially support from your mother. Yes. That's, that's really good. Yes. That's really good. And you know, you said you, you went through a bad breakup and you had pain, yeah. and you you know you wrote a song using that pain. It really shows like how how vulnerable you can be. You know, you know, a lot of people can really relate to your music. You feel me? And honestly, from writing, I have some songs where I'll write about stuff and I'll put it out and it doesn't catch. But those ones that I felt like I was going through that and mm -hmm. I wrote it, those are all the ones that people grasp on and say, "Oh, yeah, I like yeah. that," because it's like they can feel that pain. They can mm -hmm. feel that. Music is a really emotional um, science and mm -hmm. magic mm -hmm. where you can literally be chilling, hear something, not even words, but a melody in a song and go to tears and have no understand why because it touches you. So it's like when you put that type of energy into your words and into when you record, mm -hmm. it comes through the sound waves and those people, you will feel it. Mm -hmm. It really shows like who you are, you know, you're not like painting an image, mm -hmm. you know. You're not trying to fit into someone's standards, you know? No. This is really who you are yeah. when you put when you write yeah. your music, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. So besides writing, so I see that you write, huh? you mm -hmm. write a lot. Um, do you freestyle too, or is this the only way you, you write music? I've changed my right. I'm not a freestyle <laughs> that good at all. I, if I get in a mode, like I've seen, like, there's times where I'll be saying crazy stuff. I was like, oh, I wish I recorded that or wrote yeah, it down. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not a freestyle. Justice, my goodness. This dude, like when I say like this, he can go into the booth. Like I've gone to his studio sessions and I don't know if you've been to it, but he'll just go in the booth and sometimes he can just go in there and just and be done. And I've only have a couple songs where I've done that and it's it's to be able to freestyle like that is kind of what we were just talking about mm -hmm. you feeling it because the words just come out mm -hmm. however you whatever you want to say you're just explaining yourself on a, over a beat yeah, yeah, yeah but um my style i used to it was just be listening to a beat writing writing pausing it listening writing writing pausing it listening writing writing pausing it but now that i have this um app where i can record on my phone mm -hmm. literally like uh it's it's write record write record mm -hmm. write record and sometimes it'll be listen to the beat say something oh i like that mm -hmm. listen to the beat say something and some even when i go to the studio if i don't know what the heck i'm doing it'll put on a beat i da 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 oh i didn't like that go back da 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 okay yeah keep that punch in and like that yeah, yeah. so it's my 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 writing styles even gotten uh uh, uh evolved my bad evolved a little better yeah. But it depends on what I'm doing. If I'm trying to do something where I'm hitting bars, mm -hmm. when I'm really trying to like, oh shit, he said that. Oh shit, yeah, yeah. I have to write it. I I can't I can't get yeah, bars. Yeah, yeah. Maybe one day, but yeah. as far as getting bars, where it's like deep thinking type uh -huh. stuff, like if we're going on some J Cole Kendrick Lamar, uh -huh. I can't freestyle. That. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I know some people that can. It's like, wow. Yeah. This dude's on his mind's on a different level. Uh -huh. but, uh, I like that. I like that. So growing up, like, who are your inspirations? Like, when it comes to music. Chris Brown, all the way, mm -hmm. for a big, um, um, I would say my cut, like, my cousin, LJ, mm -hmm. um, when I was little, little, as I grew up, I got into the Kendrick, like, my, I have stages of kind of, like, artists that I really get stuck on, mm -hmm. and so I had Kendrick's, uh, didn't even know who J. Cole was, oh, Chance the Rapper, big in high school, my mm -hmm. senior year, Chance the Rapper, he was big, huge, uh -huh, yeah. Uh -huh. Then uh, J. Cole I got into a little bit, and then I started listening to his music, and it was, like, deep. And I was like, dang, that's deep and shit. Mm -hmm. And so J. Cole, huge one, I would say Drake. Um, part of because I feel like I, even when I was younger, the first Drake song I heard was um, um, Find Your Lovin'. Mm -hmm. And the first time I heard it, I was at a, a dance, um, like, recital. And it was, so it was, it was a bunch of, like, dance, big dance companies had a recital and all that. And they did this um, dance to it, and I was like, "Wow!" Like just watching them, watching them dance, and all the moves they were hitting, popping right to each beat in the words. I was yeah. like, "It it like drew a picture and an image." So from there, it's like that song really played for me. Um, Hotline Bling at one time really <laughs> played for me, and just like Drake, I always like, "Oh, Drake's from Canada." His mom's, um, his mom's Canadian, his dad's from the South. My mom's Canadian, my dad's from the South. Really? Oh, shoot, yeah. It's like, oh, shoot, like, same like thing. And then he writes about pain. I write about pain type uh -huh. shit. So it's like, and then even how I, I, I do like a, a Drake voice type thing where I get down and I, and I really talk like this and do that in, in my music. And so I feel to that um, 
last year around this time, I was real into Travis Scott. Like, mm. hell. <laughs> I even got the braids and stuff. Because really? we shared the same birthday. Oh, so cool. I was like, oh, oh yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, well, that's cool. On April 30th. So I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to Travis Scott. And that's when I kind of did the, um, it's called Departure. And I did, went into that. Mm-hmm. And, but it's, it's, I would say vocally because I didn't see myself as a rapper. I felt myself always singing because that's what I was around. Mm-hmm. So it was Chris Brown for, for the biggest part. Mm-hmm. Um, but I changed my style a little bit because I'm one of those people, like, I don't like to be put in the box. I don't like people to say what I am or who I am yeah. or what I'm going to be. So I had someone make a comment and said, oh, yeah, he's a R&B artist. Mm-hmm. And I was like. And it didn't sit right with me, so mm-hmm. I was like, oh. I started writing a bunch of rap songs after that. Mm-hmm. And so, I I have some songs where I got bars, and it's when when I when I say those bars and I go off, it's real cockiness because it's it's every time I rap, it's going at that fact that oh you're an R and B artist, you have mm-hmm. to stick to this, mm-hmm. making R and B music. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh bro, I'm a lot, I'm an artist, I'm a versatile. Whatever you want me to do, whatever you need me to do, type thing for your song or what you want to hear, and I can try. I can do that. But you can't say, oh, you just make this type of music. Mm-hmm. No, it really shows how much you really want to grow. Like, you could, yeah. I, like just hearing all this, I can really see, like, you see yourself having the most potential. And that's how it should yeah. be. You got us. You got. You really do believe in yourself. And I, I don't know. I really like that. I really yeah. like that. Thank you, man. It really hits, you know, because... Yeah. You know, I didn't believe in myself. You know, I'm a dancer and all that, but there was a time where I didn't really believe in my dancing. You know? Yeah, me either. You feel me? Yeah, no, I feel that. <laughs> it no. wasn't just until, like, probably, like, last month. I'm 21. It only was up until, like, last month where I actually believed in myself, you know? Yeah. And it really took time. It really Ooh. took time. Yeah, and I, I was even saying, I was even telling her this morning, I was like, for certain things, like, I had a lot of self-image issues. I had a lot of insecurities back and stuff back then. And... It took 2020 when I went through that dark part and all that. I found myself in that. And that's honestly when I started really like getting serious with my music too. Because I always said, oh, I'm going to start recording. I'm going to start putting out music. And I never did. But I got serious in it. But I, I was telling her like I didn't, people didn't start seeing that confidence or seeing me a certain way until I started seeing it for myself. Exactly. Because once exactly. you finally get over those insecurities, you find love yourself and love what you do you have a confidence and it's like with everybody, it's like um, seeing a bunch of people that are just all gray and people are just seeing all the uh, crowd of gray people. But once you get that confidence, it's like you have that spotlight on you. Mm-hmm. You look different. You're walking different and people notice that people see and they're people like, Whoa. It. So it's like, I'm tr- now I would say the thing I'm trying to do is not get cocky. Cause oh, we got yeah. a lot of no, cocky. I understand that. And it's I like this, that. there's a thing where I sometimes I'll be like, oh, I'm confident. I'm just being confident. But it's like, nah, bro, you being cocky. No, I mean, so. I mean, I feel like that's what happens because you went through all that. You know, you didn't believe in yourself. All that pain, all these people, you know, mm-hmm. all those insecurities, they come at you. Yeah. They, they, they like mold into something like, oh yeah, I gotta prove people wrong. You know. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, it's emotion. It's basically emotion. Yep. You know, so I don't think that's necessarily like who you are, though. From yeah. you know, from hearing it. I'm I'm trying not to be, because I mean, even getting over insecurities, insecurities can come back when you're confident that's to create right. the cockiness, to create that where you feel like you have something to prove in a in a worse way, where you don't make the right moves. Mm-hmm. We don't. Your mindset's on a, oh, I gotta show everybody and prove when you really don't have to. You do too much when you really don't have to because you're still. You have the confidence, but you still got that insecurity following you with it. Mm. 
And so there's confident and then there's insecurities coming with that creates cockiness, Mm -hmm. creates when you feel like you have to be the best because you don't want to go back to those. You're scared to face insecurities that you still have following. Mm -hmm. No, no, I understand that because I'm not going to lie. I'm still going through some insecurities, too, you know, me too. (laughs) <laughs> Me too. Well, it really just shows like how human we are you know exactly you know we all go through our own shit you know mm-hmm. we have this image oh yeah we're always good we're confident mm-hmm. that's not who we are man we're, we're still going through the same struggles exactly. as, as the next person you know you feel me but yeah um so uh shit i'm blanking i'm not gonna lie to you um here i got a couple questions that yeah, yeah. on my phone um so about like music, like what is your, um, what's your favorite thing, you know, about, you know, making music or, you know, just. I would say the, the ideal or the feeling of timelessness. Mm. Like when, when you, when I'm at my job and stuff, sometimes I feel like it's like, okay, I'm watching the clock. I'm watching the clock. When I'm at something that I might not want to be at I'm watching the clock, but it's almost like when you get that one crush when you're when you're younger that one like love of your life and you're with them mm-hmm. and it's like in that moment you feel like you're like it feels like it's going forever but at the same time it's so short and so like it's when i'm making music i'm in- immersed in it where i feel like i got all the time in the world but then it's like it's so short mm-hmm. like even just making the song the beat's going you're going to <laughs> you get hype and then it's like the end of the song you're like damn it like i feel like i got more to prove but it's like that's the end of the song and it's like so I, I feel like that the connection that I have with music and it's it's like a relationship. It's a love-hate relationship in ways, but it's mostly love. It's, I just feel it like I'm in a different world. Like when people smoke weed or people do whatever and they get yeah, yeah, with yeah. me, it's like yeah. that's my high. I feel like I'm in a like, trap. And it's like sometimes it's hard to break me out of that that. No, like I understand that. You can try to stop that. it. I'm I like, man, I'll, like there was one yeah, day she, she came home and I was that was just a, I made two songs. I made a country song and this other like um, Detroit type song. Uh-huh. And she came home and I had my earphones and I was I was gigging and all that <laughs> dancing in my underwear. She has a pole at her place. I was on the pole and stuff. Like I was just in it. Like I was having a good time. So it's like yeah. it's like that that being that realm that you're in where you're just kind of lifted off uh-huh. her uh-huh. and like some people have everybody has their own things like some people with basketball they they feel that with football they feel that mm-hmm. with dancing they feel that with singing they feel that when they're creating art they feel that mm-hmm. they're drawing and all that like nothing around on the outside really matters they're just stuck in that mm-hmm. and so i take my art very seriously like as you should, as I, you should. I, I i take everything i do and and it's getting into like with my music, it's kind of easier and all that. And I, I can as far as writing, I can control that. If I'm listening to a beat, usually that's fine. But once I start actually getting into those beats, mm-hmm. it's gonna be like controlling, and I want that. My next thing is film in my music videos, directing all that. It's I'm so serious about it. Like I don't want any old thing. I'm so particular, and I'm going to almost be an asshole in certain times mm-hmm. because it's like I have a vision of what I want to see, what I hear. Mm-hmm. Literally, if I go to bed, I'll have a dream or be thinking about it and literally see everything. I'm talking about music, all that. that. And so I want to put that out. I want to get it as close as I can because, I mean, it might be impossible. I might be having unicorns flying out of my butt. (laughs) And I can't, I might not be able to 
to do the same thing, but it's like, I want to get close to it so I can show that because that's the only thing that I can like express myself. I want to express myself to the world. See, yo, how do you feel? And yeah, people yeah. like it. They like it. They don't. They don't. But it's like, I want to get as close as I can. So it's like, at times, I feel myself frustrated, even with myself sometimes, because I'll be writing something, I'll hear it in my head, go to record it, and it's, it's just not it's that not day. The, and it's not hitting. And it's like, so I'll stop before I, because some, there's some songs I've written, got almost done, couldn't end it, couldn't finish it, scrap the whole song. Really? Yes. Really? And I used to be scared. I used to sometimes, like, save them, like, what if I couldn't do it? But now I'm like, no, it has to be a certain way. So I don't care if it, if it can go that, I'll scrap it out or I'll, I'll put it aside. I'll say, I'll put it aside. I'll come back and listen to it to see if I can do it. But if I go from point A to point B and it doesn't mash up well, scrap it and we'll start over. Mm-hmm. And, and that's another confidence of just you knowing what you want and you knowing that you could do better. And like my brother, like Justice, when I'm in the studio and he's in there. That dude literally told me, nah, you can do that better. Scratch that. Nope, do that better. Damn. Like, to, to have someone to push you like that, that's musically right there, because we grew up the same, so we yeah. know. To have yeah. somebody like that, to push you and know when you're, know your limit and when you think, ah, that, that, was, that was good. And I'm like, mm-mm, mm-hmm. hell no. Do that again. Like, that's crazy. No, that's cool, because you got to have people around you that, or surround you that are pushing you. Pushing. Pushing you. Yeah. Like, for real, like... And not like yes man like yeah, oh yeah yes, that's man. yeah, yeah. Like, oh that sounds great because mm. I'm gonna be hard on myself I need somebody that if that sounds like ass and and another thing that I've seen some artists do as well mm-hmm. and I've seen and not even just in art but in certain things is you give them critique them and they take <laughs> they get yeah mad. they get mad they get mad and I mean I get it because sometimes that's their art and you can't you can't tell them how what to do with their yeah, art you can't yeah. do but in some ways. They uh, like the attitude they have is they're already like ears shut. They don't want to hear anything, mm-hmm. and it's like okay. But at the same time, with me, because I want to grow, because I want to get better, because I know that I'm not just making this music for me, but I'm making it for other people to enjoy. If somebody says, "Hey, you could add another harmony," or someone says, "Oh, that could be said a little better," or "Oh, this word might sound better," I'm not gonna go. Ah, but I wrote it like no. If it's sad, because sometimes I, I'll be go okay. Let me try it like that. That was the piece. Of, that was I was like, I'm missing a puzzle, and they're like, Oh, is this one mm-hmm. perfect? Mm-hmm. No, perfect. I like that. I like that. It really shows like how open you are to criticism. You know, yeah. a lot of people I have, agree. you know, like you said, you're shut. You know, and it and in a way, that's kind of an insecurity. You know, they're kind of limiting themselves <laughs> exactly. too. You know, they're insecure about their music, which shows, you know, that, oh yeah, I don't want to hear anything else. Yeah, because they and I mean. I've been there. I've been there before where you're like, yeah, yeah, where it's like, oh, you think you know better than me. You think Uh you better like that. I got it like that. But Uh it's like sometimes like you look at the situation, they do know better. Like my brother says something about harmonies because my harmonies, I kind of go off of, I know harmonies, but he's been doing it so long that he he can go in the studio and go, all right, cut, next harmony, and perfect like that. So this dude's saying something about harmonies. And he's saying, oh, you can tighten that up or add this. I'm not going to go, but I, no, I'm going to listen to the guy that's been doing it. Like, you know what I mean? But then again, I hate when you see a scrub that's barely doing something. They're like, (laughs) oh yeah, do this, say that. It's like, yeah, yeah. like, I mean, but in a, uh, I feel that, but also like, there's all, you can always learn something from someone. Oh yeah. You know, I would listen to them, but you know, like, (laughs) 
I mean, take you with a grain yeah, of salt. Yeah, basically. That's why I say I'll listen. I'll try it. If it don't work, I don't like it. But I won't just shut them out. I was like, be quiet. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, you could always yeah. try it. It might sound better. It might sound good. You like, mm-hmm. don't know. So what studio do you currently uh, record at? Hmm. Um, <laughs> I record at Raf's studio mm-hmm. or um, um, Camber. I've recorded there a lot. Also been recording with a guy in Seattle, P. White, at um, what's it called? The oh my gosh, is is it's the same studio like Macklemore and a lot of those guys be recording. Oh at, really? Which really? that dude, I'm shout out to Isaac Royal Surge. Royal Surge plugged me with that. He was like, "Hey, can you drive me up to Seattle? I got trying to get my homie this shirt or this sweater, mm-hmm. whatever for my brand." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll drive you up there." Went up there. Shout out to Fraser too. Um, he was in the studio with P. White, and they were doing a doing the songs called "Do or Die," and I was just listening, and I was like, okay. And so I'm on the couch, and Isaac's here, and they and he's already recorded the thing, but what he, like he starts writing, like he's going to trying to write the second verse, so they're just playing this beat over and over and over for the rest of it, and I start just freestyling. That was one of the times where my freestyles were actually good, <laughs> which it was at the right time. Yeah. And so I'm freestyling, and P. White comes up, and he's like. Hey, you think you can do that on the mic? I was like, whoa, uh, whoa. So the maybe. opportunity was yeah. kind of presented it presented itself. Right and literally, Isaac, a uh, royal surgeon, is like on the couch, like, dude, I told you, bro. I told you, bro. I told you. <laughs> and I have like people like that in my corners, like crazy. Uh-huh. And so he says, all right, he says, um, I'll give you a little bit, listen to the beat, and then we'll put you in. And then I went in there and then hit the thing, and it was, and both of them were like, oh. And so, I mean, like, that was his song. It was his session. For them to even give me the opportunity to do that and to prove myself, that was crazy. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, like, it It was for that, like, to, um, shoot, I feel like I got off topic. <laughs> no, you're good, you're good. But, like, um, or recording, right. So I recorded there after I came back because um, there's one song that I still got to release because it's supposed to go on a, on a project. It's called Show Out, and the project's supposed to be Show Out. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be released last, like, New Year's, like, 2021. New Year's, it was supposed to be released mm-hmm. then. Couldn't get all the songs recorded. But that's, like, an R&B song, like, R&B, like, Bryson Tiller type. Mm-hmm. And I recorded on my thing, and my phone, and it was all right. But it, that's one of those songs where you wake up and you heard that song. Like, it was a gift from God type stuff. Really? And so I'm hearing it in my head. And so I was like, oh, yeah, I want to record this because I need to get it done. And I hear the quality is really nice here. So I record it there, and I'm going, and I'm listening to it. And I start, like, tearing up because literally every – how I heard it in my head, exactly. Wow. And he even added more, which even made it better. Mm. It was crazy. So Camber's good, really good place. That he, he's the where I recorded my first songs I released, Departure, Ready, and Moon. Um, P. White's dope. Um, I recorded my, my boy, um, Girls Love Casino, the way that's my first time ever recording other, like by myself was with him. Um, and then I've been recording recently with my boy Mel, mm-hmm. which he's in Marysville and, um, that's my guy. Like I've been paying for studio sessions, but with him, I've just been going he hasn't charged me and hasn't even like, Hey, where's the money? Or nothing. Like I just go mm-hmm. be like, Hey, you trying to hit the studio? I'm like, yeah. And I mean, we've been cooking up some <laughs> shit. No, I'm that. so excited for it to get wow. done and I can start releasing that music because it's mm-hmm. on, like, I say him and I are going to be like the next 40 and Drake. Like, it's Damn. it's crazy. And he's he's just beginning. He's been doing it for, I think, a couple years, few years. And he's like, I'm still, and you can tell that he wants to learn and he's humble 
about it. Like, he's got it. But he's like, no, I'm still learning, still beginning, still beginning. I'm getting, I'm getting. Damn. But it's like, to see him, so it's like, okay, I'm, I'm trying to learn and figure this shit out. He's trying to learn to figure this shit out. That's the type of person I want. Because, like, when my brother goes to Camber, like, Camber's his dude. Camber shows love. He's there. He's on that. Whatever my brother, like, they're that. That's his producer. Frazier with P. White, that's his producer. They're there for, since from 10 p.m. to 9 in the morning. Every 10 Tuesday. 10 p.m. 11 hours. 11 hours to 9 in the morning. Damn. No sleep. No sleep. Damn. No sleep. And it's like every Tuesday. Damn. Every Tuesday. Damn. That's his boy. So I'm like, with Mel, I feel like that's the connection that we have. Because I've had connection with Camber, like, before, like, things I want, he's already on it. He, he does, oh, I got you. I'm going to put this up a little bit. Thank you. Already, before I even say it, same thing with P. White, before I even said it. But same thing with Mel, and he's on a different. And we really, like, put our creative talents out there, and it's coming up with crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Crazy stuff. So I've been hitting uh, Mel's, and, and we'll see how that goes. Um, I'm st- still... Opportunity. There's a couple opportunities with a couple producers that say, "Oh yeah, come out in in, in different studios, like even here." Yeah, I'd love to because I mean, you never know. You can test out different sounds. One producer might like. Mm. There's even some songs I'm like, I'm gonna record at this studio. These songs I'm record at this because those studios have what you know. In my mind, I know mm. that I want for those songs, mm-hmm. and so it's. I'm kind of all over the place. I don't have a home studio, but Mel, I would say right now is mm-hmm. that's my guy right there. It really shows that you just want to keep. You just, just want to keep growing. I just want to keep growing and learning. Yeah. I want to be able to get to the point where I don't. I can quit my job and literally just do. Oh, music for sure. And for still sure. be like, all right. Uh huh. Uh huh. So, what are you? What projects are you like? Are you or what do you? What do you have in the works like right now? Um, right now I have. I'm focusing on music videos big time. I only have one out there. That's my own. Um, so I was supposed to record a music video and do a photo shoot last last um, month didn't happen mm-hmm. so and it was kind of like i was waiting for somebody but i'm about to just sometimes you gotta do stuff put stuff in your own hands and yeah, you, you yeah, get yeah. stuff working no, yeah. so this month hopefully i um, want to do at least one um so i'm writing that music video because it's it's not it's got what i'm trying to do is write to songs that it won't be too complicated it'll be an easy music video won't be because the stuff that i have is crazy my song ready I have a whole like production I want to do like it's supposed to be so I'll give a little insight on it because this this is for everybody this is gonna be like first because only like a few people know about it because um but it's it's called ready and it's like basically in the sense of a guy saying he's ready to either go further in a relationship whether that's go from just messing around just thinging to a boyfriend or girlfriend whether that's ready like to have a kid with a girl or have a kid with a guy, whether it's marrying someone, it's mostly the marrying type of setting. Mm-hmm. But um, it's going to start off, uh, have you seen The Wedding Singer with Adam Sandler? No, I haven't. Okay, so this, this movie, the guy, uh, he has a fiance, whatever. They're supposed to get married, but he's a wedding singer. And then he's singing and meets this girl named Julia, Ju- uh, what was her name? Gulia, Julia Gulia or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And she's like just um, working with the... Um, catering company oh, I just like a waitress yeah. and he falls in love with her and then and she's supposed to be getting married to another guy that's a piece of shit and all that mm-hmm. but it's it's going off of that and so it's going to be a wedding scene 
Um, I had a venue and all that. My mom, that's the one. My mom said, oh, I help with the decorations, which my mm. mom's so good at that. Uh-huh. She's really good at uh-huh. setting up and, and decorating, like, for events and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So she was going to do that. I was going to get somebody to play um, the groom and bride, whether it was actual groom and bride, like, yeah. type thing. And then that, I was going to have choreography. My dance teacher was like, yeah, I'm going to help you out. We're going to uh-huh. do something because there's a rap part, and that's the part where it's going to be choreography and all that. And I want. So it's like, oh, that's, God, that's going to that's so gonna, that's gonna be, like, a couple, like at least a couple months of, well, months before planning, but even a couple months of shooting and yeah. all that, and it's gonna take time. It's so definitely gonna take time. I wanna, I yeah, for real. And so I wanna at least like get something out there where people can, where I can say, okay, he has some stuff under his belt, because I got a few songs and I'm trying to get more out, but I wanna get some visuals out there. So then it's like, bam, because what I wanna do for that one is a big surprise. But I can't, I can't get to that unless I'm at a level where it's yeah. like, oh, okay, I see what you're doing, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll see, we'll see. We're just hoping and praying, but mm-hmm. we'll see. First, I gotta do a few things. Um, yeah, I'll show you, I'll show you all the songs that I literally have recorded. Some of them are posted, and some of them are not. But literally, those are all songs. I mean, that's how it should be. You gotta have, yeah. You gotta have, you know, things in the vault. You know? A hell of things in the vault. So I'm trying to, a lot of it is getting into the studio to knock them out. Um, some of them are projects. Um, and then I just have, so I'm, I need to finish a lot of those so I can just kind of boop, 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 start dropping them. Start dropping them, And yeah. now I got, I was just on SoundCloud. Now I'm on Spotify, um, Apple Music, iTunes, mm-hmm. YouTube. So I got my songs on there too. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I got that I'm working on, but I'm really trying to get, it's the music videos because I really want to put on my director's cap and really get onto some stuff. And not only for myself, but if there's different artists or different people that want to do something far from just the regular shots and all that, but do some like cinema, cinematic, I'm your guy. I'm, oh, I'm trying to write, like, write out some like action type stuff. Because, I mean, you can say there's, 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 um, a difference between like budget or when you're mainstream or even when you have a label behind you they can do all that stuff but, but i'm not you. I, it's all me but it's i'm not trying to just not make um fall short for myself but the people around me artists around me seattle mm-hmm. we don't need to stay low because oh we just have these people they're not hollywood or they're not this they don't have this company we can still be yeah. doing crazy yeah, stuff do with what we know? have yeah. and i've seen like there's um um, what's it called? Um, um, citywide. They're, oh, citywide, yeah. Citywide is dope. Uh-huh. Dope. And he's right. With Nash? Yeah. Nash. Uh-huh. Nash is dope as freak. I want to do a music video with him really bad. But he's he's hella dope. And I mean, with this, he's on the borderline of being the next, um, what's his name? That does everybody's videos. Uh, Cole Bennett? Cole Bennett. Mm. And Cole Bennett, like, that's on some different stuff, not only with effects and all that, but I mean... With shots. Shots, storylines, and all that is directed all by him. So it's like, it's not... I'm, I want to challenge videographers not to just be really good with shots, not to just be really good with effects and editing, but also, like, I want, I'm challenging you to, Man. like, come up with some storylines. Come up with some something that people are going to remember that they'll dream. Because I remember Chris Brown, like, Kiss Kiss... Wall to wall, all of those. I had dreams of, mm-hmm. of those. I would dream and put myself in the in like uh-huh. the music video. In the scene, 
yeah. and stuff like that. And it's like with some of the music videos, you can't put it's just it's just visuals to a song. It's nothing special. Mm. Nothing special because I feel like if I can do a music video where it's like I'm independent and I'm coming up with this whole storyline, mm-hmm. that's people from like gonna be like, oh shoot, what the heck is that? Especially like in Seattle where everybody's doing the same type of music video and then I'm doing something way different. Damn, it really shows like how different you want to be, you know? You don't want to follow the wave. And you want to create something exactly, that's, that's you. Exactly, and that's bigger than than mm-hmm. just what's going on. Mm-hmm. Different. And cuz if and I'm talking like if those videographers really go in that bag and really go into that mindset and jump into that, mm-hmm. you're going to be putting yourself on. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to be working with people like Cole Bennett and learning even more to get even better and stuff mm-hmm. like that because I mean, I know a lot of this business, you got to pay for this, got to pay for that. But it's but it's like with me, I'm I I'm investing time and stuff. And if you're willing to work and go at that work ethic that I I'm going at, mm-hmm. you're putting we're putting each other on. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's that's what it is. Like my Royal Surge, he be putting me on with the music, so I put him on with the clothing. Like mm-hmm. it's it's a trade. It's I don't pay him, he don't pay me for certain things. I just do it because it's like you got me, I got you. If if I if I and it's and it's even not even if I got you but it's like like I saw you dancing I was like bro I'm putting him on like <laughs> his your dancing's different and and people get selfish because they don't want to see other people shine I've seen that a oh, lot in I've Seattle I've seen that too I've seen that a too a lot and it's it's bad it's and that's why Seattle can have the potential to be the next L A next New York next Chicago next Houston but we have this crab in a bucket mentality where it's like when we see one person going up instead of Helping them up, so I'm saying, yo, um, then it's like, oh, he's going up, he's going up, he might make it out, pull it, no, because it's mm-hmm. not me, and it's like, come on, guys. So a lot of competition. Yes, a lot of competition. I mean, in ways like I feel like with Little Mosey, I, 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 and I can't speak on it exactly because I don't know the situation yeah, with him yeah. personally and why, but there's at one point a lot of people from Seattle were not messing with him. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he's kind of getting the family back, and he's kind of coming back like, hey, mm-hmm. Seattle, mm-hmm. but. For a second, a lot of people, because he got up, and a lot of people were like, what about us? Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, we wrapped at lunch. Like, I'm not, I, you had, you were okay. Like, I can't bring you with me to yeah, these, yeah. these um, executives yeah. when you got elementary bars. I see. Or elementary music. I see. That's where, like, jealousy and insecurity Jealousy, insecurity, from. all that. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't need to be, because at, someone, at some point, somebody's going to be better than you. So rather than hating on them. Help use them. that as yeah help them and use that as motivation because motivation, honestly uh-huh. if you use that as motivation and that person's not hating but using you as motivation you just got yeah you're just gonna keep going yep. mm-hmm. like two people like two friends running together trying to beat the, each other's time it's not to to they're not you can't sabotage the other person unless you like push them while they're running mm-hmm. they're gonna they're running by themselves and they got that time meaning in order for you to do better you have to work harder mm-hmm you can't sabotage them, so you just have to run. And by you running, you're helping each other out. It's the mm-hmm. same thing. I'm trying to run a race with people to help other people out. Mm-hmm. And I, because I'm on this race, like, I'm coming for whoever is the best. I'm, I'm like, okay, little baby, I got you. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the baby, I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's just a constant competition every day because there's so many people out here doing music. Like, it's mm-hmm. not even funny. Mm-hmm. There's people that I didn't even know. They're like, yeah, hey, I'm rapping. Music. And I was like, yeah. what the heck? Just more and more people, more and more yeah. competition. If yeah. people want to see it, yeah. When I see, when I see people, oh, 
I forgot another person that's really inspirational. Actually, kind of got me into like getting serious before I started dropping music. PMB Rock. PMB Rock. He's fire. He's PMB. Fire. I went and saw a concert because I remember I was going to the concert. I was learning all his songs because I was going with some friends. I was like, oh, I gotta learn these songs. Mm -hmm. So I was learning the songs. That's one dude that if he was talking right here and started singing for you, all his all his um, vocals are gonna sound exactly what it does on the just song. like the song. Yeah, because mm -hmm. it's it's not vo that's his vocals. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, okay, working on that. He's part part of the reason why my vocals got better because I would just sing to a song, do every like run and, and stuff it. and match, match it. I and feel you. I feel it, you. It makes it it makes it better. Uh -huh. And then now uh -huh. I got that I can maybe uh -huh. take a little uh, uh, uh -huh. and all that stuff. Do the stuff. runs with do it. the runs. Mm -hmm. And so, but I remember I went. It was that because that helped out. But going to the concert. PMB Rock it was so crazy because Lil Baby is one of the biggest um, artists rap. right now, yeah, right? Yeah. Lil Baby was opening up for PMB Rock mm -hmm. in 2019, I think that was. Mm -hmm. That's crazy to think of that. Lil Baby was still just a un, like almost there, uh, coming up, mm -hmm. upcoming rapper, and now he's the hottest rapper, one of the hottest rappers right yeah, now. Yeah. And but to think that, and then I'm watching these um, artists open up before Lil Baby for PMB Rock. And they're supposed to be from Seattle. And to see, like, what the heck? Mm -hmm. like, what is going What is this song? What is this? And then at that point, I was like, bro, my brother can literally, like, like make this whole place go crazy mm -hmm. and really he open would. up. Exactly. And then I was thinking about, I could do that. And that's when I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to do this stuff. Because I love music and all that. I'm going to try to go for it. So... Literally, even now, seeing my brother up on stage, seeing Prince Jamani up on stage, yeah. seeing um, um, uh, Trey Fly up on stage, seeing Fuji, Scooter Bands, and all that, and it's like I've been doing, I've been tapped in with these people, but I like to see them up on stage, and I know I got bangers, I know I got some stuff that on the works. It's, it's, I'm not hating. Yeah, <laughs> They're on yeah, stage, yeah, yeah. but I'm all like, I bet. Bet. When Bet. it's your time, yes. you're gonna go crazy. Bet. I'm gonna I go feel crazy, that. crazy. I understand that. I understand that. Yeah, understand and even that. like even one of the concerts, um, Prince was like, "Hey, you want to go on stage with me?" And I was like, "Yeah." And so to open up for the concert, I was up there. Prince Jamani, go stupid. Yeah. Prince Jamani, and we and we had the whole crowd chanting it. Uh -huh. I could have been hating and say no because you're performing and not me yeah, and yeah. not do it and have that attitude. But I was like, nah. He, I know he do go stupid, and I know, and I'm gonna be in that moment with him, mm -hmm. rather than ruining that moment for myself because he's up there and I'm not. Because mm -hmm. I know my time's gonna come, and when it comes, I'm going crazy. Mm -hmm. I'm going crazy. No, I understand that because you know me, me, I've been doing the same thing. You know, I'm not an artist, so but I've been letting the people around me eat. You know, yeah. and I'm, I'm gonna support them. Yeah. But you know, when it's my time, when I'm, when I'm done, you know, back into it, I'm not injured no more. <laughs> it's old. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know if you were there. Um, when, I don't know if you saw me gigging with uh, Jay Apollo on on stage, um, April twenty fourth. I remember that's when I saw you. Oh. Yeah. I missed, bro. I'm yeah. so mad because I came from work. What was it? Yeah, I came from work, went home to grab a, like a, a fit real quick. Went out literally because he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna be on like nine thirty, nine thirty ish." Yeah, but it ended up staying uh, starting early. Yeah, starting early. And so literally I get to the door, I'm hearing him singing as I'm getting to the venue. I get into the door and that's when he did the whole thing, the whole rant and all that on stage and he was like, did the whole thing and um I was like, dang, I missed it. But I saw videos and stuff and I was like I wish I was there to have a good time, bro. Cause no, it was it was crazy. Yeah, I understand you. 
But you you were gigging though, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I mean, like even, even like. There's been times where it's like, and I've seen this with other people. You support people, and then when it is your time, and you're looking, you're waiting for that support. That those people that you're supporting are not there. I also I'm getting to the state like it's gonna hurt, but I'm getting to it where I can. Yeah, so you're kind of expecting it. Expect like if some whoever comes, whoever it is, it is what it is. At the end of the day, I can only do I can only control myself. No, I can control right. how they feel. That's right. So right. it's. Like it's gonna it's gonna hurt it's gonna be sad but it's like I I know those people that still support me that have been supporting me when I dropped my first tape and they're gonna be when I drop my last one and that's all that matters mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so what do you expect out of yourself for this year 2022 going crazy mm-hmm. hella connect um connecting and networking um mm-hmm. with not just music but with different with um different videographers with different choreographers and dancing I want to go to um different cities i want to go to la but i heard la is not the spot right now really yeah it's a little it's a little rough out there right now but i want to go to different places and do some more um networking and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. like last night i got a call um from one of my friends she was with this other um this other guy and she was she showed him my song um um, red coop black coop red interior and he liked a lot to the point where he was like i'm gonna hit i'm gonna shout out a homie that I've known for a while. He's a manager. He managed B.O.B. He managed Kevin Gates and a, and some other artists. And his name is, I can't remember his name right now. But it was so crazy because just a year prior from now, yeah. the same guy, one of my friend's mom grew up with him. And she was going to give him my music and stuff. And she told him about me. Wow. And it didn't happen. And now it's like a year later, almost exactly a year later, same thing. They're like, Same thing again. Yeah. So he's like. Email me the song. I'm going to email him to him right now. I'm going to text him. So I'm going to text him to listen to it. Mm-hmm. And, bro, like, and so, like, I don't know what's going to, I, I'm planning my things. But if there's other things in the work, then there's going to be some other doors opening where I'm going to have yeah. to do some different stuff. Yeah. So, I'm just, uh, right now, networking, want to keep on making more music, mm-hmm. go to different ventures, and really kind of get my circle now. Because I'm kind of oh, having a feeling that it might go know. up or it could go up. Yeah. So get my circle now. Find them people that are really trying to ride for me or really just trying to be a roadies. And now, and then, if it goes up, we all going. Yeah, yeah. We all going. You got to keep it tight. Yeah. I'm going to say, JX Rigo, he got to come on. He got to yeah. come on tour with me. He got to come on tour with me. <laughs> no, I'll definitely perform for you if you ever want, man. Uh, you know I'm there. Even in that video, that choreograph, yes. I, bro, I love choreograph, bro. Bro, I got after That's this. Where I or, started. Okay. I didn't, I didn't do just hits and Seattle gigs. Yeah. My my first was choreo. You know those videos with uh, Bruno Mars? Yeah, yeah. The, I don't know, the Treasure song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I fucking, oh my God. I would re-watch it. And, mm-hmm. you know, there was no tutorials out there. Exactly. But all I would do is just mirror. Mirror yep. Bruno Mars. Even with Michael Jackson, mirror. Mirror, exactly. You know? With Beat It, I think it was Beat It, and then Thriller too. Thriller. Yeah. My favorite one was just Billie Jean. Mm-hmm. Trying to do that whole thing and the whole quarter. Uh, oh yeah, career. with the with the lighting. Yeah, with the, the, the moonwalk. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, no, I and I miss that. Sh- oh my god, I miss yeah. dancing a lot. Oh, you gotta come back, bro. You yeah, gotta no, come the back. whole experience with the with the um, going to competitions and stuff like that. Those are memories I cherish. It's like I wish I can go back, but it's like that's a memory. But it's like 
the the those early mornings to go to Tacoma to a competition. You got all these different dance crews and stuff. I got a jazz performance. I got to do at this time. Got to run change to a different costume because I got my hip hop routine. Got to run change because I got a production. It was crazy. And I mean, just all of that and the the meet different people. I got to meet Doc Shock in California before he was like even Doc Shock, like on Sweet Life on Deck. And it was the the black guy. And that dude, I didn't know, but he was a dance. He did choreography. And that's why they brought him out to that competition because he was like going around touring with different as like a backup and and stuff and dancing and i did and then he's on acting damn and he did music and dancing and all that like so it was crazy like going through like having experiences like that and it's like i have connections with all these people now i got i know a lot of dancers i'm over here like hey i need uh some people do a dance choreography i know some people they might be a little rusty but they probably get back and some of them are still dancing Mm -hmm. and then know people so it's like Connections, 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 yeah. connections. Yeah, as, as it should. But we're probably going to be wrapping it up in just a little. But yes, as man. a timestamp, um, uh, just so that you can look back in a year mm-hmm. or two, you know, oh yeah, if you f- uh, finish these goals or whatever, what is your biggest goal right now? Biggest goal right now is to perform at the Showbox show if you're still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember the PMB Rock concert at the end of the day. At the end of the concert, I looked Ooh, at it. I said, "One day, that's one day, one day, I'm performing there." Mm-hmm. So, and where, where's the? Is that in Seattle? That's in Seattle. Yeah, that's, that's Seattle. like right down the street from the stadium where the Mariners play. Mm. That's where. I, yeah, it's 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 like almost like a club kite setting. It's pretty. It's big, but it's not that big like arena like Tacoma Dome or something like mm-hmm. that. But yeah, no, that's Showbox. People go through that, and so I'm like, one day, one day, I'm gonna mm-hmm. perform there. Um, Bro. I'm very excited to to, to see it. I'm excited. I want, I want to see it. Shit, I want to see it. I, I want to see it. I don't even. It's my life, and I'm like, I don't know what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just doing me, honestly. Yeah, I like so. that. I like that. But do you want to shout out? Uh, shout out your Instagram. Uh, yeah. Shout out, um, shout out um, Cardiac Omari Eleven on Instagram. Um, shout out my girl. She came with me. Support. Mm-hmm. She wasn't feeling well, but she still came. Lexi. Um, shout out. Jay Apollo, shout out <laughs> Prince Jermani, all the people I list, shout all them out. They out here working just as I am. So we all gonna go up. Tell me. Yeah, for real. And shout out JX Rico too, man. He's going up. Yeah, thank you, thank yes, you. Sir. But anyway, uh, thank you guys for tuning to for another No Guidance podcast, and I'm gonna catch y'all. Yes, sir. Ko out.